Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, the show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And we're back. It's been another week of NFL football, and we're going to be picking week three now. We're going to be recapping some of the things that happened in week two and picking every single game of the NFL slate as a part of our ongoing Pick'em Challenge. And we also probably eventually should decide what the winner gets or what punishment the loser has to face since we're two weeks in. We haven't done that yet. So we may talk about that if we have time. If we don't, I'm sure we'll be figuring something out. But let's get into it. All right, so just as we did last week, let's start with best and worst performers of week two. David, who is your best performer of week two? My best performer, I, I'm kind of a homeboy uh, this week. I'm, I'm picking my own team, but I, I have to after after this play that really changed the game. Uh, I'm choosing Jalen Watson, seventh round draft pick out of Washington State, rookie for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, had a 99-yard pick six for a touchdown um, with about 10 minutes left in that fourth quarter. And, and that, I would say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it sealed the game with how much time was left, but it almost sealed the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was tied at 17 at that point. Chargers were obviously within the 10-yard line about to score, take that seven-point lead. And, I mean, who knows what happened, but that just completely changed the momentum. It fired up the defense, and, you know, Chris Jones would get a sack or two after that, and that just really kind of, was the play the Chiefs needed to, to win that uh, very, very tight, very good divisional game on Thursday night. So my best performer of the week as a seventh-round rookie uh, who in week two hadn't played up much uh, up until this point and made a, a much-needed play. So Did, did you see um, the clip? I, I think it I, – I can't remember which podcast it was on. It was from Chuck Pagano talking about what the Chargers should do. And he cited Watson specifically and said, seventh round draft pick, don't know who this guy is, attack him. Um, no, I didn't. Oh, was it on the Pat McAfee show? I think it was on the Pat McAfee show, yeah. And that was That's funny. That, that ended up being the guy that had the pick six. So I, I, I thought that was funny as well. David, once again, goes a serious and quality pick. And my best performer of week two is whoever composed the Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football theme music. Um, already... Already up there, I think, in the rankings in terms of uh, just football theme music. Um, you think about the classics, you know, of course, you have CBS and Fox, and then you have the SEC associated CBS college football theme music. That so, yeah, I just oh, yeah, that that was that music was just so good. A lot of things about the prime broadcast I didn't love. First of all, everybody being on different like times. Because some, for some reason, my broadcast was like a minute before a lot of other people's, but uh, ha- 30 seconds behind some other people's I was talking to as well. Um, I, I don't know. That was just wild. But the theme song was great. The, it was absolutely great. Jeff Bezos really popped off on that one. Um, mm. And I, I love listening to that music. That's already, I think, probably, uh, if I were to rank it, I think I would put it fourth right now which doesn't sound great, four out of five, but I, I already like it better than what they do with Monday Night Football um, pretty mm. easily. And it Did could, you hear the remake last night? Yeah, God. Like some what techno, are they doing techno remake. I'm like, what? Guys, go back to the classics, okay? Get some string instruments, get some get some 
trumpets, get some saxophones in there, get some bass drums, have an orchestra play it. Don't don't be doing this techno yeah. stuff. We don't need a dubstep remix of the Monday Night Football theme song. It's not 2013. All right. Yeah, so I, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. let's stop doing this. That's hard All for right, you to David. say too. That's yeah, yeah. I was a big Skrillex guy in middle school, um, but I moved on, as should I think everybody else at this point. All right, David, worst performer of week two. For me, um, this this one's for me more targeted toward towards uh, a certain group of fans, kind of the team as well after their performance. But it was circling social media, both in the t- current events of it happening, but also after the game. With 138 left in the third quarter, Raiders were up 23 to seven over the Cardinals. And uh, before the commercial break hit, they panned to a fans in the front row who were four or five fans opened each their own bottle of champagne, champagne and were spraying it everywhere, uh, screaming and celebrating. Now for week two. Now maybe maybe this is just poor timing. Maybe it wasn't even for the Raiders celebrating and winning. However. Everyone took this as they're celebrating because the Raiders, quote unquote, won. Well, as we all know, the Raiders would go on to blow this uh, 16-point lead and would lose this game in overtime. So not only is that an L for these fans who celebrated a little early, both in the game and in the season, in my opinion, but their team also um, just had the had the had had it imploded, I guess I would say, and took a very big L. And as many Chiefs fans said on Twitter, the Raiders raided. Uh, yes, so yeah, that is very true. The Raiders saw that Raiders. and thought it was funny. So um, yeah, I, I I did not see the champagne thing, um, but I did see the Raiders raider, of course. I'm surprised this is the <laughs> fan one you picked out, and you didn't pick out the Browns though. Did you see what what was going on at the Browns tailgate? Um, that oh there no. Was a section of the Browns tailgate that had set up a uh, life size model of the Deshaun Watson incident with a mannequin laying on the, a massage table and like saying that it was all okay and essentially making jokes about it. And like, I did happy not endings see aren't illegal. Yeah. You should go look that up. Um, oh, I know goodness. not all Browns fans are that way, but that was pretty, that was pretty just kind of disgusting to look at. Um, and then they lost to the jets. <laughs> so, huh. yeah. uh, karma life comes at you fast. Joe Flacco's deep balls come at you faster, I guess. Yeah, honestly. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, I'm seeing that now. That's, that's, yeah. Not a a great look for their organization as a whole. But for me, my my worst performer of week two, and really the whole entire season, but I just want to mention it now because, um, because of a celebration that happened. But my worst performer is the D.A.R.E. program in the U.S. You guys remember that? Uh, the, the drug program that was like, don't, yeah, don't do drugs, kids. And they had like an officer come in and tell you like the horror stories of doing drugs and stuff. It turns out that actually wasn't effective. It actually, there's studies that have shown it increased drug use. But going now, we just flash forward. Aaron Rodgers has admitted like to doing, I don't know, like all of the drugs at this point. He said he was high on Percocet while playing games. He has admitted on a podcast to smoking ayahuasca. Um, probably multiple times it's like i I, i'm not a hundred percent sure um i just know that it's it's illegal and a drug um and you know they had a celebration they had a whole a little ayahuasca celebration 
in the second quarter of Sunday night football. Um, so, I mean, dare officers out there in the, in the country just got to be kicking themselves watching oh, they're this. So upset. Um, they're, they're so mad at this point, you know. And, yeah, Rodgers just participated in it, and clearly it's all a joke, and um, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it was hilarious, but, again, dare – Dare just takes another, yet another L, um, and Aaron Rodgers takes a W against the Chicago Bears, which is pretty much all he does um, because actually, the Bears honestly, never beat him. the worst performer of Week Two, honestly, also could be whoever schedules the Bears-Packers game primetime every yeah, single first year. I thought about going after the primetime schedule because the two Monday night games that we got this week also sucked. The Bills-Titans game was over in a, two mm-hmm. quarters. Okay, and but preseason Vikings, though, preseason though, those both teams. games looked probably really, really good. That is true, but they who were would have guessed the Titans would be this bad? Oh my gosh! Yeah, the AFC South is horrendous, yeah. which we will get to in a little bit. But now we move on. Week three pick 'em. Our records so far are actually inverses of each other. I am fourteen and 18 on the season going seven and nine both of the first two weeks and david is 18 and 14 he went 10 and 6 last week congrats david thanks um, dude I, it's low-key just i took a chance on the giants the lions yes the giants and the lions and it paid off the giants lions jets and jaguars all won on the same weekend what did I say? That hasn't happened since 2011, was it? Is that what Fox yeah, said? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's been like 11 years since that is. That is crazy. So that's, I that did, is insane to think about. I didn't have the Jets or Jags winning. I don't. Not sure many people did, but here we are. We should have. In hindsight, is 2020, and we'll get to that later. But we should have picked the Jags against the Colts because they've owned the Colts recently, even though they suck. Even that's the true, bad actually. years, for some reason, they they've always upset the Colts. them. They've shut the Colts out, I think, three times in the last wow. like four seasons. So that that's why I was hesitant on that just Jags game this week, but we'll get to that for sure. For yeah. sure. So up first we have the Steelers who dropped a game to the pretty abysmal Patriots. That was just ugly. That whole game was ugly. Yeah, At the one and one Browns. This is the Thursday night football game. Um, not, I don't know if this is moving many needles. I'm, I'm not sure a lot of people are going to be open up Amazon Prime to watch this bad boy. It's definitely a letdown from Chiefs Chargers the first week. David, Absolutely. what are you thinking here? I think if Browns don't blow this league, I'm like, ah, Browns will win this. But for some reason, I'm like nervous. Like, all right. Um, the Jets just beat you, and the Steelers have a better defense than the Jets, that's for sure. I think I'm still going Browns. I just still, I mean, even last week I picked the Steelers and I was like, there's no way. Like, yeah, the offense isn't good, but the defense mm-hmm. does it. Well, they lost the Patriots. And mm-hmm. I think, I think even with that Steelers defense, the offense just isn't good enough. And I think the Browns, I don't, I'm just not confident. I don't, I think I'll go Browns. They're favored. They're at home. But, uh, man, I, I don't know how I feel about this one. What are your thoughts? I'm taking I'm taking the Browns too as well. Um, I think I'm just gonna go more talent. Uh, you, we saw how much of an impact T.J. Watt has on that Steelers defense, and when he's not there, they are still a very good defense, but they're not the same defense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the Browns probably got stunned a little bit by that Jets team. I think they're gonna 
the short week, but they're going to come back angry. And again, the Steelers offense, um, you know, the Browns have Jacoby Brissett at the helm, who is not a great quarterback by any stretch of the word, but the Steelers offense couldn't generate anything. I mean, Trubisky can't do anything, but also Najee Harris on that bad ankle. And again, a short week as well. So he's coming off a, a week where he played pretty injured and then has this other short yeah. week. I just don't see a way the Steelers can generate a whole lot of offense. I think the Browns kind of get back in, you know, I, I think if they give the ball to Chubb and Hunt enough um, and Miles Garrett does enough on the defensive end to stop the run, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go Browns here as well. Yeah. Um, but and, I, mean, I guess I got to think too, like Browns scored 26 points and 30 points week one and two. Like, and I just don't think the Steelers can get generate that much, even with yeah. the Browns defense struggling. Yeah. Like the Browns, the Browns can still score points. Um, yeah. And I don't know if the Steelers can. So we're both picking the Browns in a game against the Steelers, which might be the dumbest thing we've done because the Steelers like own the Browns and have owned the Browns for like the past 15 years. But yeah, that's funny that we just said that when you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next game we got is this one and one Saints at the zero and two Panthers. I picked the Panthers last week thinking they would be able to go in and beat Daniel Jones, and they were not able to do that. We both picked the Bucks against the Saints. Um, and then it came out that Jameis has like four vertebrae cracked in his back or something and is still Jeez. choosing to play. Uh, I, I'm, I guess I'm going to fall for it again. I'm going Panthers here. That mm. Saints team looked awful against the Bucks. The Bucks' offense was not great. But the Saints offense could not get anything done against that Bucks defense. And again, Jameis if is kind of iffy at best when he's not hurt. If he is hurt, dude's an interception machine. So I don't mm-hmm. know what their plan is, but they either have that or I guess you could run Taysom Hill at starting quarterback, in which case that's gonna make me like the Panthers more. So I'm gonna go Panthers yeah. here, David. Yeah, I'm just I don't know. I don't feel like Part of me is like, I'm not going to pick the Panthers until they prove it. But then I'm also like, I mean, yeah, Saints beat the Falcons. They gave up 26. They gave up 20 to the Bucks. Like this, really, for the Saints, it's like, okay, this defense can kind of be the steady thing while this new offense tries to figure it out. But mm-hmm. they've just not been consistent. And I know the Panthers are 0-2, but surprisingly, the, the Browns and Giants might not be, you know, the bad teams this year. You know, I... Both yeah. of these teams just haven't been impressive, and it's like I just don't know my, if I trust my pick with either one. You know what I mean? Who's mm-hmm. home in this game? Uh, the Panthers are home. Have they been home yet? Uh, I believe they were home against the Browns week one. Oh, yeah, they were. Okay. Give me give me the Panthers. I'm not confident, as you can tell, uh, on this pick. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, that's news with Winston. Is he still playing, or is he now not playing? Or is he just going to keep playing on a broken back? I don't know. Well, they said some really confusing – they said the area was padded extra before the Bucks game and that there was no risk of further damage, but that he was still going to play. Um, and obviously you saw how that, that went. Um, I don't think they have released anything. My uh, Jameis Winston said after the game, my back feels like my back. I have to execute better. Um, That's a very classic Jameis quote. I don't really know. They haven't really released anything saying that 
he's not going to play. But even if he doesn't play, if they have Taysom Hill in at quarterback, I have seen nothing from yeah. Taysom Hill that shows he can he can really be effective as yeah. the actual starting quarterback. So I'm going to go also, this year. I'm surprised Marshawn Lattimore didn't get suspended either. Because he, 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 he threw a punch back, but then also, like, later on in the – in the uh, pile, like he was pushing and stuff. I'm just surprised, like they didn't punish. Usually they do both rather than like just one who initiates or responds. Usually they punish both parties involved, but I don't know. Yeah, I I think they were just probably wanting to just get through this situation. I don't I I don't know. I think it's interesting that Mike Evans just said, uh, "It's Tom Brady. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, like I have to fight this guy. He's trying to mess with Tom Brady." Which yeah, was which is, I mean true. Good point. I mean good point. Yeah, that's um, fair. All right, the next game, another what the frick do we do with this? It's Texans mm-hmm. at Bears. Um, the Bears won Week One against a 49ers team that I still think is pretty decent, but also played in a monsoon. Um, Justin Fields attempted 11 passes against the Packers, completing seven of them. I didn't know that outside of army football, people still played football like that. Um, (laughs) And the Texans were close to beating the Broncos. uh, Were close to beating the Colts who may actually be the front runner for one of the worst teams in the league, um, but haven't quite got over the hump yet. Davis Mills did not play well um, in that Broncos game. I have no idea what to do with this, David. What are you thinking? I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go on a limb. Give me the Texans. Bears are favored by two and a half or three, but yeah, I don't know. Just from what I saw, what little I saw from the Broncos game, like they the Texans can move the ball. Uh, it's just in the red zone. I feel like they're struggling to score. But Brandon Cooks and um, that that core, like they can get the ball down the field. It's just they they got to execute that and. Yeah, I just don't even know with the Bears. I think – I'm not going to say their win over the Niners was a fluke, but I will say just Trey Lance starting like his – one of his first starts. I'm not sure it was his first start, but in a monsoon. So he wasn't playing well in that, and I don't know. I just – this Bears, after what I saw Sunday mm-hmm. night, this Bears team just doesn't give me a lot of confidence. So if you look at, like, points per game, they're identical, 14.5 points allowed per game. Texans allow 18, Bears allow 18 and a half. So they seem like very similar teams, but I just don't even know. The toss up. I'm gonna I'm gonna fade you here, um, and I'm gonna go Bears. And the only reason why is I think first of all that that game against the Packers on Sunday Night Football was like the worst place for the Bears to play. Um, it's just not. Mm-hmm. It's just not a. It's not a recipe for success. That team does not belong in primetime games, but I just don't think – I think you can't beat Aaron Rodgers only throwing the ball 11 times. You just mm-hmm. – it's not possible. Um, and I think that Justin Fields is one of the most frustrating – I don't know if frustrating is the right word. Guys, in, in the fact that he shows flashes where you're like, man, Justin Fields is, like, good. Mm-hmm. And then he has other times where he just – doesn't do anything. I thought the play calling in that game was particularly bad, but again, the Texans, like you said, they could move the ball, but they couldn't get a lot done against the Broncos. And that Colts tie 
was looking kind of good week one is in like the Texans is one of the teams with the that we thought was going to be worse than the league actually didn't even lose. They got a tie against a divisional opponent. Mm-hmm. And then we saw what the Colts did this last week against the Jags. I think that yeah. went, that tie is looking worse and worse. I'm yeah. going to go bears here. Um, I don't feel great about it, but, but I'm yeah, I don't either. With it. I think yeah, the bears think... have just played better teams right now. So yeah. we both the numbers don't are putting feel... up against better teams. Yeah. yeah. I like how we both don't feel good about our pick and almost want to switch. So that tells you this, how toss up this game is. Yeah. Let's go to a th- game that is not a toss-up. Chiefs-Colts. Or, sh- or should Chiefs. be a toss-up. Yeah. I will be taking the Chiefs here. Um, you know what would be so upset, though? You know, this just seems like a game where we're stop. like... Don't even utter the words. No, no. But, like, it's a game like, oh, Chiefs won 17-15. to 15. Like, why do we not blow them out? You know, I just hope they show up and it's like a week one game. I hope it's not yeah. like a struggle the entire game against a not good Colts team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I almost typed in Colts for David. That's messed <laughs> up. I, I, I just don't. I think this is similar to the Arizona situation. Haven't really been impressed with what the Colts defense has done previously. Um, and they have not been able to generate any sort of offense when they are down in any mm-hmm. way. And I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion that they're going to be trailing the Chiefs probably pretty early on in this game and will need to generate offense quickly. Um, I am a little concerned about the recent suspension of Willie Gay, um, who was seemingly the only person making tackles in that Chargers game um, for a while, except then at the end he just decided to try to arm tackle everybody. I don't know. Could we do tackling drills maybe, Chiefs? Could we figure that out? Um, But I I just don't see a world in which the Colts team comes even close to this Chiefs team. I think this is another double-digit win for the Chiefs, similar to what happened in the Cardinals game. Yeah, it's it looks like Michael Pittman is still questionable, and he seems like just the only receiver that the Colts have right now. And uh, I, I mean, it may be Matt Ryan, who knows? But they just got nothing. It, it's JT, Jonathan Taylor's all they got. So Matt Ryan I say, is I say we, much worse than Carson Wentz was at this point last year, and yeah. that's that's not good. That is not. Did good you see? Did you see? He was like kind of scrambling and like just collapsed. It was like, well, yes. it looks like Matt Ryan doesn't want to get sacked today because he just like yes. before got hit, he just collapsed on the ground. Yes. Matt, I, Matt Ryan, I don't – he's going to be top 10 in a lot of passing stats and has an NFL MVP. But I just – you're going to look at the guys later in his career and be like, what? Why? How, how did this guy win an MVP? It's like Phil Rivers. He just – he should have hung it up. Yeah, he really should have just – I feel again another guy that played for the Colts even looked better than this. Um, so I, mm-hmm. I just don't know what's going on here. Why do they keep riding or dying on these veteran quarterbacks? Why aren't why haven't they just traded up and get, gotten a young guy yet? Well, that's three I mean, in a row that they've they're, that they've they're put they're a lineup this, for. The, I think this is just karma for the Colts. You get Peyton Manning and you go directly from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. You can suffer through bad backups for a while. Well, yeah. Because Maybe this that, is that's what, what they're the trying Chiefs, to do. This is what the Chiefs did for the entirety of the organization until Patrick Mahomes came along. I mean, people forget Lynn Dawson himself was a backup. Joe Montana signed him. Was Joe Montana from, backup? Yeah. Matt Castle backup. Like all of these people were backups. Trent Green lost the starting job. Um, and I guess the Colts are just doing that right now until they can find find a guy. I mean, they have Sam Ellinger on the on the roster, but he ain't doing anything. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, we've already talked another, about, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We, we've already talked about this game 
too long because I think <laughs> probably mm-hmm. it's just got to be Chiefs. Let's go to yeah. an interesting one now. Bills and Dolphins. Dolphins looked very, very good in their comeback win against the Ravens. Two has six touch or five touchdown passes, right? Five? No, he had six. He had six? Okay, six yeah. touchdown passes for for Tua. Um, beat it. A pretty solid Ravens team, although it does have some holes on the offensive end, and they gave up a pretty big lead. And then the Bills just look like the most dominant team in NFL history right now. Um, you could chalk mm-hmm. that up to opponents. The Titans, not very good. The Rams, who the heck knows, almost gave up a – almost Falcons against the Falcons this past week and gave up a <laughs> 28-3 oh, lead. Um, but I, I'm not going to pick against the Bills. Yeah. Probably until they play the Chiefs. Uh, I just, I, I still thought the Dolphins win was solid, um, but again, they got down big. I don't think you can afford to do that against the Bills. I don't think you can afford to n- need a comeback because um, it's, I just don't see it happening against that team. Yeah, give me the Bills. They're 72. They, they, they've scored 72 to 17 the last two games, um, and so I just, I feel like even in the NFL, in the matter of the opponent. Like to go 72 to 17 in two t- two games is just impressive. That consistency mm-hmm. is impressive, uh, and so yeah, I, I probably won't pick against the Bills until they lose. I, they got to prove me wrong, and I, they just look very good right now. Yeah, they look like world beaters. All right, next game we got a divisional matchup here: Lions at Vikings. Uh, both teams entering one on one. Vikings got pretty well embarrassed by the Eagles on national television. The Lions. Played against the Eagles week one. Didn't really get embarrassed by them. Mm-mm. They still lost, but it, I, I'd say they looked much better in that game than the Vikings did in in the game on Monday night. Uh, I don't know this one yet. I, I haven't written down my answer. This this one is tough. Uh, and, and the reason is, do you believe that the Lions hype is real and that they're really good? Or do you think that the Vikings just had the Kirk Cousins primetime curse? And that they're actually still a real solid team. And the Eagles are just a buzzsaw. Because the thing that we thought about the Eagles was they, their offense looks great, but their defense wasn't good. But their defense looked pretty good. Bro, Darius Slay should have had like four picks. Especially because Justin Jefferson was, what, the best wide receiver in the league week one? Easy, no contest. And, yeah, I mean, they yeah. limited him pretty well. Um, so, I... Uh, I don't know this one, dude. I really don't. I because are we gonna get the Vikings week one or are we gonna get the Vikings week two? I I will be picking the Vikings here. Um, I think we get week one Vikings again. They're not on prime time. Uh, I think that that Lions de- the Lions defense is solid, but it has some holes in it, particularly in the secondary. Um, and I I think that. This will be a get right game. Um, I don't know, but I, I but this could be just old prejudices of not wanting to pick the Lions ever because I have picked against them, and I have been right once and I have been wrong once. So, mm-hmm. give me the Vikings. I yelled at you last week for picking against the Lions. Wow, but... I was expecting a big like biting of kneecap speech from you on how Dan Campbell yeah. is going to motivate his team. Well, my only concern is they've given up 38 and, 30, and 27 points uh, week one and two. And, and the, the 27 points was 
to a not to Washington. good Washington. Yeah, offense. and I'm just worried, like, Lions don't have a Darius Slay Jr. to guard Justin Jefferson, and right. I'm seeing two cornerbacks questionable on the Lions' death chart right now. So that just makes me nervous. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if this game was just, you know, just a guns out, just shootout. But I don't know. That Lions defense seems like it's just giving up a lot. Of, like if the Lions don't score more than 35 points, they're not going to win the game. You know, that's just right. kind of how it feels. And that's just not a sustainable a way of winning. So give me the Vikings, and I may I may regret it. Mm-hmm. All right. Both of us are on the Vikings. Next game, a game that three years ago would have been awesome and now is meh. And that is Ravens at Patriots. The Patriots did pick up a win week two, um, but did not look great doing it. I mean, that was that was just a travesty of a football game for pretty much everybody watching. Um, Mac yeah. Jones did play, but we still don't know how healthy he really is. Uh, and the Ravens got embarrassed. As we mentioned previously, they had a pretty sizable lead on the Dolphins and then just essentially got Jalen Waddle and Tyree killed to death. Um, bro, I, I, did this, I, dude, what, I was listening to a podcast. What coverage do people pull? Cause when they're playing the chiefs, they just got this deep two man, you know, they got this down, mm-hmm. but when it, 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 it's against not the chiefs, do people just suddenly forget how to guard the deep ball? Because it's like, I have never seen Tyreek that open in my entire life. He's never yeah, been that was, wide open as a chief. Like, was, do they just forget how to problems. play? Like, I do they just forget that Tyreek the Tyree fear, there? I think it's just the fear of Waddle. I don't, I don't know another reason. It's two guys with speed. You could say that the best thing that the Chiefs had was the combo of Kelsey and Hill because Kelsey could run all the middle of the field and underneath routes and had the ability. But he wasn't. He was scaring you with his ability to sit in a zone, but not with his speed. But with Waddle and Hill, they're they're so lethal like speed wise and getting up over the top that you can't really play too high. Cause they can both get up above you. So yeah. I don't know. It's going to take a little bit for teams to figure out that, that offense. But I think that the Ravens showed enough offensively for me to choose that pick them in this game. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I give me the Ravens. I just, I mean the, the Pats, yes, there were kind of close, but that, that, that game didn't look anywhere close against the Dolphins week one. I think the Ravens put up a much better fight against them. Uh, Also Harbaugh just, I don't see him losing back-to-back games and you could say the same about Belichick, but this just doesn't feel like a Belichick team anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. This Pats team, they're going to struggle to score points. And I don't think you can struggle to score points against the Ravens. Yeah. The the, the Pats defense will might hold the Ravens, you know, to half, you know, kind of keep them low scoring, but I just, the Ravens' defense is pretty decent, and I just don't think the Patriots' offense is near good enough to be able to do that for four quarters. Mm-hmm. All right. Up next, we have the most disappointing team in the NFL thus far this season, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals 0-2 at the better record New York football Jets, who are 1-1 and after Woo! a big win come from behind win against the Browns, which included vintage Joe Flacco deep throws so jets 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 all right chill out fireman ed uh (laughs) i picked the Bengals back-to-back weeks and i have rooted against the Bengals after i picked them is there any way david that they lose three weeks in a row i would like to say no but that offensive line is terrible like and the terrible 
the Jets' defensive front is pretty good. They have some other issues on the defensive end, but their front seven is solid. Yeah. I mean, Cooper Rush literally just beat the Bengals. So, Mike, I think anything could happen. Why am I kind of wanting to pick the Jets, even though I just don't think it'll happen? Yeah, I, I'm leaning. I, you got to assume that the Bengals are going to figure it out at some point, right? Because they, yeah. last year they had a bad offensive line. I don't. It seems like they're not throwing the ball deep anymore. Um, well, and they don't have they time, did that last year, But they did that last year with their terrible offensive line. They threw the ball deep, and that's what led them to success. Um, and it just doesn't seem like they're doing that now. Also, I think we need to factor in Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in the league right now. I mean, he was all over the place in that Bengals game. The Jets do not have a player that does that. Nobody that's has true. a player that does that besides the Rams who have Aaron Donald. And mm-hmm. you could say the Steelers when T.J. Watt is healthy. But Michael Parsons was everywhere. So I think we yeah. just – I, I got to go Bengals here. I And, again, I, I could pro- be wrong, but I feel like they got to right the ship at some point. I don't see them going yeah. 0-3 and losing to the Jets. I probably won't ever pick the Jets in my lifetime. Okay. I mean, well, maybe maybe not, maybe not. But, uh, yeah, I think – I mean, honestly, I, I've said this back even to last year. I know they made the Super Bowl, but I think part of this is coaching too, why they aren't – you know, they're struggling. I think I think last year was super dependent on the player's skill and being able to make plays. I don't think Bengals have that great of coaching. And I think it's mm-hmm. being hidden by just Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins just being freak athletes and just freak football players. So and mm-hmm. I think now we're seeing it, but we might even see more of like I think the coaching's kinda kinda getting exposed. So but give me the Bengals. It's I just don't trust the Jets. I have it my whole life except that one random playoff run with Mark Sanchez, but I just don't trust the Jets. Right, right. Okay. Next game, we have Raiders at Titans. Both teams are winless going into this Raiders, obviously. We've already talked about it. They let Arizona come all the way back in that game, and Kyler Murray... Is this a tough one, too? ...run Madden plays. This is not for me. Um, I think that the Raiders did Raider at the end of that game, but I... I, I think that they still have the tools to be better. Um, I didn't see any pass rush at all from the Titans last night. They couldn't even get Derrick Henry going. Their offensive line is bad. I think the Raiders are the, one of those teams that have weapons. They just haven't come, all come together. I mean, you've got to remember, their offense has Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro. Yeah. You know, they they should be really good. Ooh, and don't I think forget they, Derek they, Carr. He runs mistakes, it all. <laughs> mistakes have kind of cost them – the most I, I think that they get back here and, and, and get right against the Titans team that maybe switching quarterbacks. Yeah, that's is Tannehill hmm. going to be the guy next game or are they going to turn to Malik Willis this early in the season? I don't really know, but nothing that I've seen from the Titans team gives me any hope. The Raiders have at least shown has where they can do something with the ball. I don't think the Titans have really shown that. Um, so I will be picking the Raiders here. Yeah, same uh, Raiders are a better team. Um, that defense does concern me a little bit, but I just – unless they just have Derrick Henry run the football every single play of their, you know, week three game, I just don't think it'll work. I think mm-hmm. – I don't know. Titans are falling apart. I don't know what's going on. They're well coached. They seem like they got good core guys, but, whoo, they look rough. Yeah, they just don't – they just do not look cohesive at all. All right. 
Up next, another divisional game. We got Eagles at Commanders. The Eagles look like the best team in the NFC right yeah. now. They're back, um, bro. I think that's They're pretty back. clear. And the Commanders look like who the heck knows. Um, and I, I, they look like Carson Wentz, which is sometimes they look great, and other times you're like, what is this team? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm sure we're going to hear about Carson Wentz's revenge game here. Um, at, he's not getting revenge. I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, dude, the Eagles look very good. I mean, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Hurt, Godair. Hurts played then, really well. Yeah, and then Hurts ability to throw and to extend the play uh, on, on his feet. And honestly, what surprised me this last night was their defense. With mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox kind of leading that and then Darius Slay in the back. Like, I think I saw two, the, the two of the five highest cornerbacks and D-backs in the league right now are the two starting Eagles cornerbacks. Like mm-hmm. they're just playing very well. And uh, I think the Eagles, they're the best team in the NFC right now. Until I see something different, that's kind of what I'm going to be saying. So mm-hmm. I agree. That's why I'm going Eagles here too. All right. Up next, a kind of, I don't know what to make of this game. It's Jags at Chargers. Um, Sneaky good. The Yeah, maybe the memes about this game are already hilarious. They're just like, the picture of Rob Lowe wearing his NFL hat and like every fan in the stands at the Jags Chargers game because both teams <laughs> historically just don't have that many fans and definitely don't have ones that travel. Um, this comes down is Herbert playing? Do we do we have well, an update on how he's doing? Because yes, he made that insanely good throw on fourth down to give the Chargers a chance to even win the game, but. He, there were there were points of that game where I was asking Staley to take him out. Well, according to Staley, he somehow knew just right after the game that Herbert's fine, good to go. Like, which I just don't know why he said that because he doesn't know, right? You 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 don't know that answer, but I don't know because Frac- what? Yeah, what was to, the official fracture to his rib cartilage? It's a better better alternative for future prognosis. Um, Staley says Herbert is day to day. The plan is to rest Herbert. Now they do have a long week. This is obviously playing on Thursday night. You get the long recovery yeah. time before this game. Um, he, he hasn't, it, it's still possible, um, that he plays. Uh, I, do you want to do this one? Can, like we can change it. Like, if we find out Herbert's not playing, we can change. Or No, you, we or can't no. do that. Come on. We got to just pick it. I'm picking Chargers. Um, yeah, if, Her- if Herbert plays, I think Chargers win this. I think, they're I think too even if he complete. doesn't play, that defense is insane. It is. They just have so many dudes on that defense who can just cause problems for you. Um, the Jags have played two not very good defenses thus far this season. Um, and I don't, I don't know that their front seven will be able, or their line will not be able to handle the Chargers' defensive line. I don't think so. This is think. on topic, but kind of off. Do you think the Chargers' defense is the best the Chiefs will and have played all year in the that regular Bucks, season? That Bucks defense also looks really good. Yeah. Um. So, but yes, I think, I think so. I think with the the things that they can do in coverage, the Ability 
you know, they have an all pro safety and then the ability to rush the passer with four and get there pretty much every mm-hmm. single time is just a nightmare. You never get a break, you yeah. feel like. So I will say if there's a team I had to choose to not play in the playoffs, it might be the Chargers. Yeah. I well we'll see how this we'll see what the Bills look like against us. Yeah. But yeah. That's true. The, that Chargers team they I look mean, good. The Chiefs did the the Chargers team were the better team uh, during that Thursday night game, but they just had a couple of things didn't go their way, and that pick six and the Chiefs won it. I mean, I don't, yep. I don't think anybody came out of that thinking like the Chiefs really played better than the Chargers. But good teams no, find we ways to win games. Yeah, so. we didn't, we didn't look that great, unfortunately. But hey, we still found a way. So still got to win. So another divisional game up next in a, a division we thought was going to be good and is now. Kind of poo-poo, honestly. Um, and that is Rams-Cardinals. The Rams are the away team visiting the Cardinals on the terrible field in Glendale, I think. Or is it Phoenix? I don't know. One of those Arizona places. Um, it's Glendale. You're right. Okay. Uh, dude, I don't really again. know this one, dude. I have no idea. I, I think I'm going to go Rams here. Stafford's already thrown five picks in two games. Like, that's bad. Yeah, but look at Cooper Cup. Dude doesn't stop. All right. And who in the Cardinals secondary is going to even sniff him the entire game? Come on. Dude, Budabaker is a stud. You got to stop. That Cardinals secondary I'm, I'm is kidding. absolutely yeah. abysmal. Yeah. Well, and, and Trayvon Mullen's questionable, which is kind of huge. Yeah. I, I'm just not. I, I don't know. Kyler showed some stuff in the second half, but. I, yeah. Mm. I just don't know. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna stick Rams here. I think give me the Rams as well. I think if they don't allow the Falcons to sneak back in, I think I'm more confident. I do th- I don't think that was like a fluke, but I don't think that was they were up big and I think they let off the gas a little bit ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um right. I just yeah, I know the, the the Cardinals came back, but I just the Vaders de- Raiders defense it's us to me, and they had some a couple of dumb turnovers. I don't really know. I'm not super confident, but I trust mm-hmm. the defense is much better on the Rams side. So give me the Rams. If you can't tell, it's hard to tell who's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like three teams we're sure are good, and the rest were like, hey, uh, uh, was the team they play week one just really bad, or they just yeah. play really bad like, the first week? The like, what is week, you doing? Down game? Yeah, I just don't know. So. Rams, again, are one of those teams where I have no idea if they're – I mean, they could be – I could see them going 6 and 11. I could see them going 11 and 6. Um, yeah. I have no idea. All right, next game, Falcons 0-2 at the Seahawks. Another what-in-the-frick-is-going-on game. Yep, yep. I, apparently, I just need to start putting Drake London in my fantasy lineup because they, the Falcons have decided that that is the only receiver that will be getting touches. The Seahawks, after looking not great but solid week one, did not look like that against the 49ers. Um, but the Falcons, Falcons all the time. You never know, even if they get a lead, whether they're going to keep it or not. Um, it seems to just be a franchise curse that they cannot shake. Regardless, I'm going to go Falcons here. Um, oh, I was picking Falcons too. I am picking the upset. I don't, is it even an upset? I mean, the Falcons have been in games with two teams well, – I'm like just pretty purely, solid. The Seahawks did beat Vegas. a Broncos team, but it's a Vegas upset. They have Seattle by ne- uh, negative two, so yeah. But that's the that's the 
Seattle home advantage, 12th man thing that they're probably factoring That's true. in. That's I, true. They I, don't even get the full home field advantage line. Usually it's three and a half. Gino just looked oof. I mean, yeah, I was, was a check, he was a check down artist in their week two matchup against the Niners. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I, I think that the Falcons actually can generate some offense here. So, well, yeah, I and I think that's why I'm picking them is like, I would like to think what we've seen in the past, Saints and Rams have good defenses and they put up 26 and 27 points. Like mm-hmm. that's, I think the Falcons has been that issue is like they can't generate any points the last couple of years and mm-hmm. they've, they've scored over 25 in the last two games. So mm-hmm. that's reason to believe that that should continue against a Seahawks defense that isn't as good as the Saints and Rams defense. Right. Right. Yeah. So I would agree with that. So Falcons, we're both going Falcons there. All right. Another, a, a game that looks amazing on paper, if you're just looking at quarterback matchups, and that's Packers at Buccaneers. However, remember when we did this first time, Tom Brady was on the Bucks, and they were like, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady, the greatest game ever. And then I think the Buccaneers like won the game by the end of the first quarter, and it was just over. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another game I have no idea what to do. Because the Buccaneers Mike Evans, have won, Mike Evans but their is out. offense has not yeah, and they've won, but they have not looked good. Yeah. Um, in either game, really, that that Buck Saints game might be the ugliest football game of the year. That, I mean, that was terrible. It, well, it it always is. I, I know my pick. You want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Give me the Bucks, and I think because I still, I mean, yeah, the Packers put up twenty-seven. Aaron Jones carried that game. If Aaron, I mean. I just don't think you can rely on your running back to catch two, I think three maybe, of the touchdown passes. And the Bucks have a much better defense than what the Packers uh, have played. So, I mean, on film, it's like, okay, if we shut down Aaron Jones, what is this Packers team? Is Sammy Watkins going to beat us? I don't know if that's reliable. So I know Mike Evans is out. However, Chris Godwin's back. They did just sign Julio Jones, who did put up some good numbers week one. So – and it's Tom Brady. So give me the bucks. I will be going opposite of you. I'll be going Packers here. Um, it's about time we split. I think our only split right now is yeah. the Bears Texans. <laughs> yeah, we might as well get another one in there. Also, I just don't. I don't believe in this Bucks offense. Um, and I think that the, the Packers are a team that will get better as time progresses and Aaron gets more time with those receivers. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what's going on with this Bucks team. Um, who has uh, played some? I mean, the Cowboys were terrible uh, whenever they played them, and the Bucks still looked like they had control of the game, but it wasn't like a dominant win. And the Saints-Bucks game, again, was one of the ugliest I've seen. I don't know. I think I'm yeah. just going to pick for maybe just to be different here, but I'm going to take the Packers in this game. Well, the way it's set up, I mean, this will be – I mean, Tampa Bay's favored by one and a half. Like, I think it'll – well – I think it'll be a close game, so I, I don't think it's a bad thing that we're split on this. It should be a good no. game, at least, on paper. No, I, I hope so. This, Hopefully, we'll just get some – I mean, we, we got some decent games this weekend, but it felt like there were a lot of just really poor ones to watch. So hopefully mm-hmm. we get some better matchups. 49ers at Broncos is Sunday night football for week three. 49ers will now have Jimmy Garoppolo starting as Trey Lance is done for the year with a broken ankle. So I yeah, guess that's tough, man. I guess that's, God hate, made that decision for Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. You hate to see that though. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a, that was terrible young guy. And it was a, ooh, it didn't look it was, good. It was, it was ugly. Um, yeah. 
But the 49ers, since since Trey Lance's injury, their um, odds to make the Super Bowl have jumped up pretty dramatically. Um, I guess yeah. Vegas is thinking that they're better with Garoppolo. I'm thinking that they're better with Garoppolo. And the Broncos may have the worst coach in the NFL. What is hey, James I, Hackett doing? All I want to say is the Broncos are who we thought they would be. Uh, you and me and, and, and other people. We were talking about this preseason of like, yeah, the Broncos have some good pieces, but this ain't 20, what, fifth, fifth, when did, when did the, 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 it's not when Peyton Manning showed up. It. And it's yeah. not 2015 Russ. Yeah, it's not 2015 Russ. And I just, they, they, they aren't looking great. They really aren't. And, you know, not all of it's to Russ's fault. Like you just mentioned, like Nathaniel Hackett, my guy, like we, we thought Andy was a bad clock manager clock management guy, you know, what, three, four years ago. Andy's looking like the greatest clock management coach of all time now after, you know, Hackett performance. So, yeah, I don't know. What, what is going on? What is well, going on they, with this Broncos And team? they cannot, cannot score in the red zone. They're dead last, aren't they? Because they have yes. zero they touchdowns have, in the red zone. Zero touchdowns. In the, they can't score. And ironically, and this has been pointed out by many other people, the Broncos need to do what the Seahawks were doing when they had Russ and run the dang football. Their running backs mm. are good. Yeah. Their running backs Johnny are Williams good. is good. Yeah. Williams is one of the best backs in the league. And they're, this whole let Russ cook thing is not going to win you games. I, I just don't nope. know what they're doing. But again, they have the potential. You know, I feel like if the coaching figures it out, this team could easily be a top five team in the AFC. They just haven't. Also, mm-hmm. there's a Sertan injury that happened last week, so we don't yeah. know what's going on with that exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, David, who do you have here? I, I I didn't honestly didn't spend too much time on this. I think the Niners win. Uh, this defense, it's the 49ers defense, but when you you got Jimmy G, who's now is playing for something, right? Because he's like, I was replaced and. I'm going to make the Niners and the league regret it, right? He's playing for a job next year because I don't. I think we all know he won't be on the Niners. So he's like, however good I play this year will depend on if I get on a team next year. But you got Debo and you got Brandon Ayuk and just a handful of guys. I don't think Kittle's healthy. Surprise. Huh, but really? Yeah. Uh, I just – I trust this Niners team a lot more than whatever this Broncos team is right now. George Kittle needs to drink some milk. Honestly. That's my take. My take. George Kittle. He all, he's been hurt more than he hasn't been. Yeah, I don't know if it's his play style or what, or, or if he's just, I don't know. He's just plagued by injuries. I mean, I remember Gronk having a lot of a lot of injury issues as well, but he still seemed much more reliable than, than Kittle is, at least in being yeah. in the field. So I don't know what's yeah. going on with Kittle. But, yeah, I'm going to go with you here. I'm going to pick the Niners. Um, this might just be because I want to root against the Broncos um, and don't want them to be good, especially because I've heard from some Broncos fans in my life, like better watch out. We're coming for the West this year. Um, you better just try to get second place at this point. Cause you're not getting, yeah. first. you're not yeah. better than the chargers or the chiefs. Uh, you might be better than the Raiders, but who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, this Broncos team is, is not looking good. I'm going to go Niners here. All right. And lastly, we only have one Monday night football game this week. Sadly or happily or I don't know, however you feel about that. And it is a division game. Cowboys-Giants feels like this This is just a classic. They always put this game on Sunday Night Football. I don't know why it's Monday night this mm-hmm. time. But, it's like a Bears-Packers. It always just ends up on primetime TV when it shouldn't be. 
Although, yeah. I just give me the Giants. Like, give it to me. So, so yeah. So the Giants. Brian Dayball is looking great as their coach right now. They're two and zero despite having Daniel Jones at quarterback. Um, Barkley has looked like old Saquon Barkley, like rookie Saquon Barkley, essentially, in the first two games of this season. And they put together some solid wins. The Cowboys have the Ewing theory thing going on. For those of you that don't know, the theory is that the, whenever Patrick Ewing got hurt in the late 90s for the Knicks, the Knicks actually got better, made a playoff run, um, <laughs> yeah. and got, went to the finals. Um, and then there's the whole theory that the Knicks were better without their best player. Same thing here with Cooper Rush being the upgrade from that, quote unquote. Here's what it's going to come down for to me. And here's why I'm picking them boys. Daniel Jones, Micah Parsons. No, I, what? No, I see. Hey, he's going to, he's going to be seeing Micah Parsons in his dreams all week as he's preparing for this game. I, I expect at least one to two awful turnovers from him. I think that the Cowboys defense forces enough mistakes from the Giants offense that their offense just has to be decent like they were against the Bengals. And I think that they pick up another win here and go two and one and really strengthen the, is Cooper rush better than Dak claim, even though, I mean, that, that can't be true, right? It, it can't be. That's awkward. Cause give me the Giants, bro. Hey, here's the thing. Michael Parsons is not going to be a factor if they keep, if they just give it to Saquon all night. Yes, he is. Michael there, Parsons there, is the best defensive player in the league. He can factor into the run game as well. There, There is a theory. You run at these best defensive linemen and defensive ends. You run right at them, and they can't be a factor. You leave them unblocked, and you run right around them. That, that's how That's how it, you, you, you beat them. So, I mean, yeah, they're going to have to throw eventually. But I think let Saquon do what he does, and I don't know, dude. That, I just see – my, from my point of view, I think that they're going to turn the ball over. You lose the turnover battle most 85% of the time you lose the game. And I think that the Cowboys defense and Micah Parsons in particular will get, will be able to force a couple of turnovers against this Giants team. I'd also like to remind everybody that the Giants were at 1.2-0 under Joe Judge, and everybody thought, oh, my God, Joe Judge, coach of the future. Everything's all right in New York. <laughs> And we saw how that worked out. So I'm just not going to believe that this is an actual turnaround until I guess if they win this primetime game against the Cowboys, then, you know, they'll be, they'll be competing with the Eagles for the division lead, the Giants and the Eagles. Yeah. yeah, I guess, I mean, the Giants have played the Titans Panthers, but believe it or not, they're favored by two and a half in this game. And honestly, I'm not Cowboys probably win this, but I got to stick with my Giants. I picked them two weeks now. I don't think it's a bad pick. I really don't. This is another game that I could see being a toss up. So. I don't think it's that bad. That was that was it. That's the whole slate. We just went through all of it. Dude, this this week was a weird week, I feel like. There are a lot of games we weren't confident on, not because it's a good game, but because we don't know how good the two teams are that are playing are. <laughs> I feel like by week two we normally know like first of all, we have more teams that haven't picked up a win. But there's just it seems like way more obvious which teams are awful. And I just I just don't know. Like, I, I, I just don't know which teams are absolutely terrible. And mm-hmm. on, in the inverse, I know that the Bills, the Chiefs, and the Eagles are really good. And prob- yeah. you could probably throw the Dolphins in that, maybe a little a tier below. 
But other than that, like, I don't know if the Bucks are great, even though they're undefeated. Like, the Packers could still end up being really good after that mm-hmm. embarrassing week one. I just don't know. There's a lot of unknowns. I'll ask you this. What do you think the game of the week's going to be? Last week, this is a lot easier to answer, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I, Bills I Dolphins? Wanna say, I want to say Bills Dolphins. Lions Vikings? Uh, I just don't know. I actually, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Lions Vikings. I think sneaky yeah. could just be really fun. I don't know if that's yeah. gonna be the game of the week in terms of the best teams playing each other, but I think it could be the most entertaining game. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I want Jags Chargers to be a good game too. I, it may not be though, but yeah, dude, this is a tough week. Yeah, week three, pick them. On what do you want to watch? Episode 37. David Dirksen and Nathan English signing out. Bye.